Tom, and it's time for us to introduce our guest for today. He is the Senior Curator of Asian Art at the National Gallery of Victoria, and it is Wayne Crubbers. Welcome to the studio, Wayne. Hi, Tom. Charlie. We're very pleased you could come in and talk about your most recent exhibition, which is Terracotta Warriors and Saiguo Chung. I reviewed it on the show last week, mm. and I saw the media preview. I enjoyed it enormously. I was absolutely fascinated by it. What I want to ask you, first of all, Wayne, is when you were curating this exhibition, what part of it did you secure first? Was it the Terracotta Warriors or Saiguo Chung? Yeah, well, look, it's one of the... It's, it's, I can't answer it, actually. It's, it, we've been... At the NGV, uh, we've been wanting to do a significant Chinese historical show for many years mm-hmm. and also recognised the work of Saigo Chan for, for many years as being someone that we really wanted to work with on mm-hmm. a, a major show. And about two, two and a half years ago when we were, you know, the, when all of this was coming together, the historical show was coming together and Sai was sort of thinking, how, you know, when can we exhibit Sai's mm-hmm. work? He'd been visiting Melbourne several times over the last four or five years really discussing potential projects and he works on a huge scale, Sai. And um, then it just sort of came to us that we at the NGV we like to take a very creative mm. approach curatorially and present things in a new way that hasn't been done internationally mm. And the two of them, the Warriors and this major historical show, has never been exhibited outside of purely historical show. Mm. So we're very conscious of creating a contemplative space for our visitors to really sit and enjoy and and really be absorbed by what they're looking at, but also come out with a, a, a sort of their own inf- new information and ideas that they've developed themselves. China being such an enormous entity in mm. our daily life now. Mm. We thought it would be a brilliant opportunity to bring this historical show covering 1,200 years of history, 1,000 BC to 200 AD, along with one of the most prominent contemporary artists on the international scene in dialogue was just something which was too good really to miss out on, to bring them together. And at that time we approached Sai with the concept. Yeah, okay. Um, what logistical challenges were there in bringing the terracotta artefacts to Australia? Well, as you know, they're they're, they're very large pieces. Mm-hmm. People say they're life size, but actually they're larger than life. The the, the the tallest of them are 197 centimeters high. They're very imposing sort of figures. They all have one crate each. We have numerous other. We've got over 150, up to about 170 additional historical objects in the show, uh, which really force two of them. T- and a half each sort of huge stone sculptures of mythical beasts a full sort of stone tomb gate numerous other smaller scale warriors from other tombs um just uh, post-dating the warriors by seven years total of 37 crates you know all of the contractual agreements with Mm. with china first time for them to really exhibit them outside of um that historical context as well so um yeah there were a lot of meetings visits to china discussions um ideas that were that were thrown around during that period. So not a conventional make a final uh, an initial contract and the work through it smoothly after that. It was um, yeah, it was, it was really uh, an informative process to to go through. One of the most fascinating things about the exhibition, from my perspective anyway, was seeing the porcelain starlings hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. And I think Sai said that there were over ten thousand of them. 
Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. what kind of challenges were involved in, first of all, bringing those starlings into the exhibition and um, hanging, suspending them from the ceiling? Mm. Yeah, there's, there are two major porcelain installations. The mm. starlings, which you correct, the 10,000 of them, mm. um, have been hung individually. Mm. Individually. With, with two strings right. each. Mm-hmm. was done in a period, of about a two-week period. Mm. So installation on an industrial scale. Uh, there were three, four. There were four cherry pickers and about three install crew at the top of each, hanging sort of on two shifts a day continually. And it's not just a case of hanging ten thousand starlings; it's creating a murmuration. This this yeah. flock or murmuration is the term for that sort of amazing sort of twisting mm-hmm. and turning sort of uh, formation of birds. It was really the challenge of creating that in you know in a very evocative way to to, to spiral over you as you walk through the space. And another fascinating aspect of the exhibition was seeing the uh, silk tapestry, which had been uh, had fired, had coloured gunpowder fired onto it. Mm. And when I walked through during the preview, uh, the media preview, I could still smell the gunpowder. Yeah. So that yeah. was obviously yeah. one of the fresher artworks which yeah. had been added to the exhibition. Well, all the, all of Sai's works, there are five major Sai works in the exhibition, mm. and they're all huge in scale. They're all created especially for this exhibition. He mm. visited, when we first discussed with him the project, he visited a lot of the sites from where we have, from where the works originate from in China. He researched those locations and responded to those in his works, which are three mm. huge gunpowder drawings. The mm. one you're referring to is on silk. It's not actually a tapestry. It's, mm. it's a gunpowder explosion mm onto silk with coloured gunpowder, daytime mm-hmm. um, fireworks, basically, yep. which have imbued into the surface to create this 32-metre-long me- silk mural of mm-hmm. peony flowers mm-hmm. in their four stages of bloom. And then two other major gunpowder ignition works onto paper. They were all created here in Melbourne mm-hmm. just two months ago. And the porcelain works, the starlings, for example, are they, they're patinaed with gunpowder ignitions in gunpowder grey, really, which sort of range from light grey right through to, to almost black. Uh, and they, those, uh, the coloration was ignited onto those also here in Melbourne, all at a warehouse down in Williamstown. Fascinating. I was just going to say, because like, obviously, like the transportation of all these um, artifacts across, like going backwards and forth, I would have been. V- I'm very curious in how it was like, like because you said you mentioned two weeks of um, of putting all those um, materials up on the wall as well. Like mm. I was discussing last week of how, like. Like, day in, day out, like, would they, like, for over the two-week period, would they have someone, like, you know, would they come back, would they do it, not, not, not on a next-day basis, it would just be, 20, would it be, like, 24-7 in a way, would always, would always someone we be... We weren't on 24-hour shifts, um, but yeah. there, there, there were sort of trained in-store crew. Mm. You know, at the NGV, we have very highly trained in crew. A lot of them are graduates from art school. Mm. So they have a, a very good perception, um, three-dimensional sort of perception. Yeah. And they were trained uh, and briefed with one of uh, Saigua Chan's studio um, technicians. Mm. And on create, you know, it wasn't just a case of hanging 10,000 birds. They had to create this formation. Yeah. And they were sort of envisaging that in their mind as they were hanging them. And also of the 10,000 birds, there are 100 different sort of physical sort of wing positions of flight. Mm. So to coordinate that flight of the birds, the right birds hanging beside each other, you know, was a, was a challenge that uh, took some sort of artistic and three-dimensional perception in the installers themselves. So, uh, yeah, logistically, historic objects, 37 huge crates of artworks, some of them ton and a half each, you know, the birds, 10,000 birds, 32 metre long murals on, on silk. It was, it was uh, an amazing, when you walk through the exhibition, you know, you can 
feel yeah. what sort of uh, yeah. installation project this was challenger yeah was. and from the perspective of feeling of how they would have put it up and how they would have created it as well would have been just from the perspective of it would have been pretty amazing as well yeah so, size technician visited about two weeks out and then the artist Sai Chung came for the, the final um, five days or so mm. of the installation and he was tweaking things and of course moving things around a little bit whatever to um, to finalise the, 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 the whole exhibition display the exhibition opened to the public two weeks ago. What's the reaction been like from the public so far? Well, it's been very positive. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been hearing sort of all positive reactions. So sort of, there are lots of surprises. You know, people, the quality of the artisanship of some of these objects, which go back to 3,200 years old, mm-hmm. is the oldest object. The artisanship of the bronze, the jade, the gold pieces in the show is just astounding. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the best pieces which really are available to, to leave China, uh, along with the warriors and then this dialogue which is really sort of thought-provoking mm. in itself and and giving this holistic sort of view of China it's it's being received um, very well well that's really good to hear and I know it's early days but can you see NGV doing more work with Sai Guo Chung or doing more exhibitions like this one well I, I think taking that creative uh, curatorial um, approach to exhibitions. Exhibition designs, you would have noticed that so much attention, we've got an in-house design department mm. that was working, I was working very closely the whole way through and they came up with some amazing content, uh, concepts mm. which is sort of taking um, the historical subject but presenting it in a very contemporary type of design. Again, mm. taking it sort of away from how it's traditionally been exhibited. Mm. Certainly in the future we're, we're going to continue that practice, yeah. Mm. And it just reminded me, actually, last year the NGV did Colony, and that had uh, two parts to the exhibition. There was the historical artwork and the contemporary artwork, and that's what fascinated me when I first attended this exhibition with the Terracotta Warriors, because it sort of fused the two together. Yeah. I think the Colony show had this really amazing sort of indigenous voice mm. in the exhibition, which was so important, you know, not only for the NGV, but just for the benefit of, 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 of visitors and, mm. and, you know, of, of education, bringing people really up to sort of you know a contemporary stance or viewpoint of mm. that um, whole subject mm. yeah absolutely finally i wanted to talk about something which was um only made public yesterday and it's that the ngv had digitized much of their collection and made it uh, available to the public uh, can you tell us a little bit about that yeah well look as as you know the ngv has a huge collection it's mm. it's the the largest collection um uh, gallery collection in the, in the country it goes mm. back nearly 160 years, 158 years now, and a lot of the works, um, you know, we're rotating the whole time, but a lot of works are not on display. Probably only a, a tenth of the works are on display at any one time. But as an archive, a research archive, which is very important, not only sort of domestically, but also internationally, we saw it as very important to really make that available in high resolution mm. uh, to the general public. So it's been a concentrated effort really over the last five or six years to be cataloguing the works, all the inscriptions on the artworks, for example, and photographing them and then uh, really uploading them online. So if you go, if you if you want to see what's in the collection, if you have a specific interest and you wonder, oh, if there's something like that in the collection at the NGV, you can go on, online and um, you know check it out with all the details that we've researched to this point, any time of the day, really. 
Excellent. Now, the Terracotta Warriors exhibition is uh, happening as part of Winter Masterpieces, and I understand that runs until late October. Uh, right? 13th of October mm-hmm. finishes. It's uh, incidentally been an Asian creator. I'm, I'm very happy to say it's the first in the 16 editions of the, the major show we put on the NGV. It's the first Asian themed show, which is really exciting. And um, yeah, it, it's a very uh, good run right through to, to spring, really. Yeah. Mm, absolutely. Well, Wayne Crovers, we'd like to thank you very much for joining us today in the studio and all the best for the rest of the exhibition. Thanks.